0: G'day everyone, and welcome to another Bloody Movie Podcast. I am Sean Coates. Thank you very much for listening in today to this very special episode. I say that a lot, but this one, I truly mean it this time, because I have got to interview Nace Bagai, the director of the documentary Descent, which is now screening as part of the Sydney Film Festival Virtual Edition, screening now until June 21st. I highly recommend you go rent Descent. And also, check out a lot of the other films As part of the Documentary Australia Foundation Award program stand and just the rest of the program in general, head to ondemand.sff.org.au to view the full program and purchase passes and virtual tickets. But now on to Descent. The program synopsis of Descent reads, Thrilling, punishing, and beyond treacherous, free diving in freezing water is not for the faint of heart. But for Kiki Bosch, it was a lifesaver. Kiki dives into the world's coldest waters on one breath and without a wetsuit. She's plunged into Finland's frozen lakes and under Greenland's icebergs. Her initiation into this sport began as a search for healing, following the debilitating trauma of a sexual assault. After discovering the immense release from freediving, Kiki has travelled far and wide, not only to push her physical and psychological limits, but also to inspire others to harness the power of the cold. I had the privilege and pleasure of interviewing the director of Descent, Nace Bagai, earlier today. Nace Bagai, thank you so much for joining me. My
1: pleasure, Sean.
0: So, as I like to ask all the filmmakers that I'm interviewing, uh, especially in this time, how are you coping with isolation and everything that's going on with COVID 19? Especially as someone that's a very outgoing filmmaker who loves, you know, who has a background in underwater filmmaking. How, how, how are you holding up?
1: Um, it was quite challenging at first, especially because my normal routine of just going for a dive whenever I please was completely thrown out the window. And, but after a couple of months, I kind of just got settled into everything and got used to doing a lot of projects at home. And now, even though I'm already an introvert, I'm kind of enjoying the introvert life even more than I did before.
0: All right. And well, speaking of underwater films, uh, your debut feature, Descent, um, I just want to ask, how did you get involved in this project and how did you meet the subject of your documentary, Kiki Bosch? So um, about
1: three years ago, I was um, getting into, it, I was starting to learn underwater cinematography, sorry, underwater cinematography professionally. And um, what that involved um, was me coming up with my own program of dive courses, which included, you know, free diving, ice diving, wreck diving and scuba diving. And a lot of the people that, saw me do that where that weren't divers just thought you're absolutely crazy. And they asked, why do you do that? And that question of why really kind of stuck with me. But what was happening is that I was meeting a lot of different characters that were doing these kinds of um, underwater in sports. And one of the people I met was the star of descent Kiki, because I had been to this place in Iceland where the water is two degrees cold, but mm-hmm. crystal clear. And I know it's, you shiver when you just think about that. And I saw this video of her doing that same dive site, but without a suit and without scuba tanks. So because the freediving community is quite um, interconnected across the world, we met up in London and became fast friends. But then it was only a couple of, a few months later when she actually revealed that the whole catalyst for her ice freediving journey was the fact that she had been raped when she was 20 years old. And the the ice was basically the place where she could find um, peace and really rejuvenate herself. And as a filmmaker and a diver, I just immediately thought that's a story that I want to tell. And although there were all these other characters that were interesting, I felt like that if I had to make one into a feature film, I would pick Kiki's story.
0: Certainly, And you said that this, you were saying just before we recorded that this uh, documentary is, is one part of a, of a larger series of people who do professional ice-free diving or these sorts of incredible...
1: So yeah, basically the concept that I would love to make into a larger documentary series is about the psychology of people who specialize in challenging underwater environments like cave divers and shark divers, competitive free divers, and... I'm very lucky that I've managed to contact all the characters and that they've, um, signed on to do it. So now it's just a waiting game to actually make the series happen.
0: Yeah. I guess COVID didn't really
1: help that at all. No, not at all. It just exacerbated the whole thing.
0: (laughs) I mean, just watching, uh, like these incredible feats of both, you know, of physical and I guess psychological, like just these incredible feats that she's able to, to do. Um, it's just what, kind, especially with you shooting that um, and like preparing to shoot that, like what goes into that and what sort of precautions uh, are put in place to make sure that everything goes well. And that, because it, this is a kind of very treacherous and dangerous activity where even the slightest mishap could be fatal.
1: Yeah. Great question. Um, so basically because I already had that background and networking and freediving before the camera started rolling, I knew already that this was gonna be something where we would have to map out hundreds of different safety precautions. But what was interesting is that because, as you've probably seen in the film, Kiki almost died while making another film in Norway. Um, she was really, um, she, we had many long discussions about what we had to do in order to make sure that she was as safe as possible because with filming underwater, it, it's already difficult due to the limited communication, the changing conditions, and it's physically exhausting. But when you add the fact that the water is can be as cold as three degrees Celsius, that just makes it even more difficult, especially for Kiki, because she isn't diving with a wetsuit on. And she what often happened is that she would spend a full two hours and in the morning just meditating and not talking to anyone. And she would still kind of be in her own little bubble when she went in the water. So it really required a lot of thorough preparation in planning out the shots and work around us.
0: Just wondering, uh, how long did you end up shooting for? Because you do go to some pretty incredible locations in this film. Um, How long did it take to, like, how long did it take to shoot? So the whole production
1: process from pre-production to um, wrapping up post-production took about 16 to 17 months, but filming actually compromised. I think it was only about 30 or so or 40 days in total. And that was spread out over four months. So we did a full month in the UK and Iceland, and then another month in New Zealand and Sydney.
0: Wow. Wow. Uh, what was your favourite, lo- what was both your favourite and Kiki's favourite place that they went?
1: To? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I think Kiki's favourite location of all time, not just the one that we went to, but just generally, is the, it's called Thingvellir, which is this place in Iceland where the two um, continental plates of North America and Europe meet together underwater, and the water is, crystal clear and nice and blue but it's so cold and um, I just I've never seen Kiki come out like a little kid before like she just loves that um, site. My favorite site um, was the hardest one to film at but in terms of actual beauty and the one that I would want to return to the most it would have to be Milford Sound in New Zealand which is at the very end of the film. The thing with Milford Sound that makes it really Strange as a dive site is that the first seven meters is a murky freshwater layer where it's green, dark, and it's quite cold at nine degrees Celsius. But then, once you go below the freshwater layer, you actually can penetrate the saltwater layer where it's crystal clear, blue water that's a little warmer. And (laughs) this um this phenomenon is called a halocline, where the fresh and saltwater meet. But underneath the freshwater layer you'll see animals like we actually saw seven gill sharks bottlenose dolphins seals bull rays snappers octopus some of them you are in the scene but it was just one of the i literally did not expect it to be as vibrant and um enthralling as i did when i went there and not to mention all in milford sounds though wow and not to mention you've got like um the, it's basically the, it's one of the Lord of the Rings
0: filming locations while you're diving. So that makes it even awesome. more epic to dive. If there's one thing you want audiences to take away from Descent and from Kiki's story, what do you think it would be? Ooh, that's a really hard question.
1: I think if I had to pick one thing, it would be, um, Kiki's story really shows us how we if you are dealt a bad hand, you, um, it's how you get back up and how you, that defines you and that um, everyone can, will find their calm some way or another. It doesn't necessarily have to be torturous ice-free diving in minus three degree water, but I think it, the film inspires people to find that kind of connection, that would be really, I would be really happy with that.
0: Yeah, well, especially I think the point you make at the end of the documentary is that even though, like, it's not, yeah, it's not necessarily about, like, just, you know, these incredibly harsh, like, physical, like, in- endurance tests that are seemingly impossible, it's about that connection with the water and, you know, like, finding, I guess, peace. And I think that's the, that's a pretty, like, beautiful point that you make in the film. Thank you. <laughs> No worries. And if people want to go see, if people want to see your film, uh, it is currently playing at the Sydney Film Festival, uh, virtual edition. But um, and, and you, as but as we said, uh, you're planning on making this into a series, also titled Descent.
1: Yes. Yeah, so if you want to see more updates, follow um either the website DescentProject.com or this Instagram handle, which is Descent Project as well. And. If you want to um, see some of my underwater work outside of the project, that's
0: just at Eye on Instagram. Yeah, make sure you check that out. The film looks incredible too. Thank you. Like not not just the underwater photography, like seeing you know seeing this incredible world that we don't ever see because you know we can't we don't normally see it, but also just like this incredible landscape photography of places like Iceland and Greenland, and as you said, like Milford Sounds. It's just incredible. I mean, really incredible film. Please go see it when it's at the Sydney Film Festival. And if there are any international listeners, please keep an eye out for it. Nace Bagai, thank you so much for joining me. And good luck with the film in the Documentary Foundation Australia's award that you are up for, which you thoroughly deserve. Good luck with that.
1: Thank you so much, Sean.
0: Another big thank you to Nace for giving me the opportunity to interview him and to see his film. Guys, please check out Descent at the Sydney Film Festival Virtual Edition. You can buy for tickets, head to ondemand.sff.org.au to rent an individual feature, to rent Descent. That will set you back $14, but I think that is highly worth it. Or if you want to check out all of the other films in the running for the Documentary Australia Foundation Award for Australian Documentaries, that will give you 10 films for just $99 now I think that is some pretty great value or if you want a little bit more than that if you want to check out some of the voices of women in film package from Europe that's 10 films there if you want to check out the package of short films there is so much you can check out and the there is a full festival package available that gets you everything for just $199 I think that is some incredible value there so please Head to ondemand.sff.org.au to purchase your tickets. And best of luck to Nace for the Documentary Foundation of Australia Award. His film highly, highly deserves it. And But if you're still not convinced of you know, Renting, Descent, or any of the other titles as part of the Sydney Film Festival program, I am also covering the festival over on MovieBabble.com. Yes, I have an article that was just posted this morning with mini-reviews of three films as part of the Europe, or Europe, there is an exclamation point there, Europe, Voices of Women in Film program, Strand, including Sea Fever, Force of Habit, and Charter, all available on MovieBabble.com. My second article covering the documentaries, including my written review for Descent, along with the other Australian documentary, Our Law, and and the Estonian documentary, A Year Full of Drama, will all be coming to Movie Babble very shortly. As for the rest of the plugs, you you know where to go. Subscribe to us wherever you get your good podcasts. We're on Apple Podcasts, we're on SoundCloud, we're on Spotify, just wherever you get your podcasts, just search for Another Bloody Movie Podcast and hit that subscribe button. You can like us on Facebook, you can follow us on Instagram at Another Bloody Movie Pod and on Twitter at AB Movie Podcast. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, both at sean hub underscore, that is S-E-A-N-H-U-B underscore. And if you want to see what I'm watching at all times, you need to see every single thing that I'm watching, even the the stuff that I don't talk about on my podcast, you can follow me on Letterboxd, that is letterboxd.com forward slash Sean Coates. Thanks very much for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed this interview with Nace and please go see Descent. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.